Hello. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on? Oh, we're here. We were here. We're in the studio. The studio the is one my, uh, technically my dining room. I guess that's what it is. It's technically a den. A den. A, a den that you have to like walk through to get to the rest of the house. Well, you advertise the place. You advertise it at a, a one bedroom with a den. <laughs> Bizarre. But well, good stuff. Good stuff. It's the first time in a while we've done this like in person, face to face. Yeah, I already regret it. <laughs> Too much white in this house now. Right, Bentley? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Where'd he go? I don't know. Oh, I right just here. saw his bone over there. He's over here. He's on the, couch. <laughs> the dog. He usually goes upstairs, so I'm surprised. He's... It's because you're here. That's why he's gone upstairs. Yet, but... Yep. Yep. Uh, yes. Good stuff. Yes. Well, yes. what's going on, man? What's new in the world? Oh, well, you know, stuff. Oh, yeah? Today, specifically. Mm. Like I said, literally said this last week that it was coming this week. <laughs> I think I have a problem. That the Obi-Wan Kenobi tra- trailer showed up today. Yes. Literally this afternoon. So good. It was so weird that it showed up today. But it was so weird. Wow, Matt, you're breaking everything in my house. I was sitting here and watched it drop all on its own. I was here for like five minutes. Yeah, I was t- yeah it's tough. I think the one bar is bent. Yeah, it looks like it's bent. Well, yeah, well, you talk, I fix. Okay. Well, everybody, so the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer has come out. <laughs> Looks really cool. So we get to see shots of um, um, Kenobi. <laughs> Mike's moving on you. Mike's moving on me. One moment, friends and family. We haven't been in the studio in a while. Well, I'll keep talking over here then for a moment. Um, yeah, so we've got the new Obi-Wan trailer. Um, we get to see Kenobi out on Tatooine, you know, living his life post the war. Uh, I think he says a line, something about them, you know, we lost, you know, we lost the war. Um, and this is now about survival. So you, you get the sense that, you know, now that the Empire has, you know, kind of reestablished themselves, they've, they've changed the Republic to the Empire, and you see the hunt for the Jedi's, you know, in full, full speed going on. Uh, you got the Inquisitor out looking for what we can only assume is looking for Kenobi. We don't know for sure. Um, could be looking for somebody else. We get to see a young uh, Luke Skywalker, which is pretty cool, hanging out at his uh, Aunt May, or not Aunt May. Wow. Uh, Uncle, Uncle Ben. Uncle, yeah, it's Uncle Ben. But who's, her, who's his aunt? Oh, man, this is terrible. Luke's aunt and uncle. I know that Uncle Ben was the same actor that we saw in the movies, like in yeah, Clone yeah, Wars yeah. and in Return of the Jedi. Um, I think his name's like Joel something. Or... Yeah. Um, he was in that, that movie uh, Warrior. Joel Edgerton. All right. If you're watching and that was a big fail, let's see if that worked out. Oh, well, we'll have to get to it on the mic stand, I think. If you do, there's another mic, your mic stand over there. We need it. 
Um, well, yeah, we got to see everything. We got the maybe at least one inquisitor. We saw two, maybe. Yeah. and the one person's got the one, the one male inquisitor, which I don't think there were any male inquisitors. So that's why I'm very well. There was one in the Clone Wars in the Rebel series, actually. Um, but he has one of the best lightsabers that can spin. So that's what's so cool about that. Um, so I thought, at least I think that's really cool. Um, and then we got the female one. And uh, let's see if we can pull up a little bit of clips here without getting shut down by YouTube. Again. Uh, but yeah, it looks really cool. I think hopefully we're, we're going to see a lot of um, lightsaber duels, hopefully. Um, one can hope, right? One can hope. Sorry, this is uh, we should have tested all this out before it happened. I mean, it, was it was working, and then we started this. So, realistically, <laughs> if we want to blame everyone, it's everyone's fault. <laughs> it's everyone's fault, equally. Yeah, so we got to see a little him in the desert here walking on some sort of camel like creature. I don't know what those things are. Let me skip ahead a bit. Um, you see him watching with watching little Luke Skywalker, like you said. Pretend to be a speed Stay racer hidden. or whatever they're called. Pod racer? Do they have pod racing? So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They don't really ever talk about it ever again. Yeah. See this guy here, right here. Patience. Um, oh yeah, creepy little dude. Uh, maybe he's not little. Who knows? Um, they've said each episode there's about like six episodes, um, and we're about like an hour and a half each episode. So basically, we're getting an Obi Wan trilogy movie, movies, um, which is pretty great. Um, so we'll see how well that goes. Okay, let's keep watching a little bit here. Exclusively on Disney Plus, right? It won't be anywhere else. Jedi Where else would it be? cannot help what they are. Yeah, you see, uh, oh, you see a whole bunch of Inquisitors. Inquisitors, sorry. And one that looks exactly like from Rebel series. If you're looking at this little screen here, he looks like he's uh, the one Inquisitor from Rebels. And then, because he had one of the cooler lightsabers, the one that's like, a circle around the one that I always wished I had that they always used, and now we get to see it. Their compassion. And then you see a little somebody hanging clearly, so somebody's hanging. Well, let's try to skip ahead so we don't get shut down completely. <laughs> All right. What else we got hey, here? We're back. Oh, I just got to turn your mic back up. Hey, Ooh. hey. There we go. Back. Um, so Matt's back now. You don't have to listen just to me talk. Hope survives. Not really, because then the new movie wouldn't. The next movie wouldn't be called Hope. A new hope. Come on, Obi-Wan. <laughs> Figure stuff out. And if you're at this title sequence here, I don't know if you guys can hear one, but hear Darth Vader for like breathing in the very back. I like that they didn't actually show Hayden Christensen or or Darth Vader. Like just the little hint of um of the of, of the breathing at the end, you know. Yeah. That's, that's all I needed. Like, give me that as a teaser. Like, leave it for the show yeah leave the the actual like moment kind of like what they did for luke skywalker in mandalorian like let us have that moment mm -hmm. as fans don't just like shove it down every well, trailer that's the thing. marketing I think 
this is something like they probably shouldn't even announce that he was coming back. I understand there would have been a lot of hype and a lot of anger not telling us that he was not the coming back, but the fact that he would just show up and you hear the voice and then you see the title screen of him saying it's Hayden Christian in the back, then that yeah. would have been a lot better. Yeah, 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 I agree. And I think it's the same when they did with Mando. Don't tell us Ahsoka's been coming. Yeah, yeah, no. Don't tell us. They told yeah. us months before they did it. Yeah. And they... And then they did it. And then I, I was like, oh, so against that. Always against that. <laughs> you want surprise. That's how you do surprise. Like, yeah. you didn't tell us Luke was coming. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that was, was the biggest was surprise for Amazing. Like, people are still talking about that moment. Like, they just, they crushed that moment. I, I, you know, and I think because that's happened now, we are a little bit spoiled. We expect more from these shows. But I mean, when it comes to Kenobi, this is already an established character that we've known across several movies, right? Mandalorian was new characters. So it was a really big deal to get something like Luke in there. But, you know, this show, yeah, like we know that Hayden Christensen's returning. We know that Darth Vader is going to be there. I still think there was room to, to, you know, leave suspense. And maybe there still is, you know, maybe mm -hmm. there will be a return of Darth Maul versus Kenobi, right? Like maybe. Um, it could be. It totally could be. I don't think they're going to in this one. Sure. Because in Rebels, uh, there is a moment between Darth Vader, Darth Vader, mm -hmm. um, Darth Maul, and Obi Wan, yeah. um, and then there's also a moment I've seen Clone Wars, obviously dealing with yeah. that. But uh, I just don't think they'll touch that right away. But they could. They could surprise us completely. One other surprise, and I'm really wondering if they're going to pull this off. Are we going to see Qui Gon Jinn return as a Force ghost? I don't know. They could. Because like to have Liam Neeson show up at this point, like so many years after the Phantom Menace came out, he has not reprised Qui-Gon once in that time. Mm -hmm. So to see that. Well, I think he did. He might have done it for the Clone Wars because there's a scene with he does like yeah. Obi-Wan does see Qui-Gon in again. Um, I'll have to look at uh, Liam Neeson's uh, credits there. Um, Just taking a look. Um, okay, so there is... Um, Already, of course, the rumor mills have been running. This is an article from June 11th of last year. Uh, and Liam Neeson quashed rumors that he will return to portray Qui-Gon Jinn in the upcoming Obi-Wan series. Um, you know, uh, jokingly added, uh, Disney does not have enough money. <laughs> but I mean, again, like so we... he did come back and play him in the Clone Wars. OK, he's credited to play him the voice in the Clone Wars. Yeah. Uh, in the 2014 ones. I yeah. don't know if he came back. I can't remember if he was in the newer ones. Hmm. Um, he did say on that same interview, this was with Jimmy Kimmel, that he would be up for it in quotations. Mm -hmm. Now, this was at a time when he even was talking about the series and, and, and mentioned, um, you know, he had heard that they were starting this show so this this interview could have been you know at a time when it was really early days and they may not have have checked in but i mean like you know that would be cool that'd mm -hmm. be very cool well he was in rise of the skywalker i was like almost every jedi was yeah um for a few minutes there for a second i saw a meme uh, or video i guess it's like oh when she has the force healing it's like and it's like obi-wan and hannah kids like do you know the force could do that no, nope, never knew that force could do that. Why wouldn't they teach us if they could do that? Yeah, some things, you know. Now, there are some interesting cast members that have already been confirmed. Um, mm -hmm. We talked about Joel Egerton already returning yeah. as um, uh, Owen, Uncle Owen. My Owen, gosh. Ben. <laughs> it's Ben Kenobi. We're horrible. Yeah, guys. I know. Old old man Ben. Um, Kumail Nanjiani. Yep is going to be in it so we can only assume he's playing as he's reprising his character from Eternals. I think that's fair to say. 
right? Like same, same. Oh wait, no, that's Marvel. Wow, man, I am all over the place. This Mike fiasco. We're in the man. So, so there's this over. one Inquisitor here. I'm going to show my screen here for everyone. Okay, Jackson Jr. Let me just share my screen if it lets Sung me. Sung Kang from Fast and the Furious fame. So we go to the IMDb here. So these are like screenshots from the trailer here. Yep, yep. So we see this one, this one little uh, Inquisitor. It's not little. Um, we know for a fact that uh, that's um, Sung Kang. And that's the he needs from the Fast and Furious fam, fam. Yep. and yep. Uh, he has said in a, in a, in interviews before that he was going to be able to he's going to be wielding a lightsaber. Yep, and he is that lightsaber is the best one. <laughs> um, kind of reminds me of like the discs from Tron. Yes, yeah, so we get a little better close to his face there. Yeah, um, so he's definitely an Inquisitor. Yep, uh, we have to assume this is an Inquisitor. We know Indria uh, from uh, Game of Thrones. She yep. played. Uh, if you're all looking at my screen here, you can tell. Yep. yep. I don't remember where she. From. She she played one of the three women. She, she was like the, the mother to the yeah. yeah yeah. Um. So let's go back and to the pictures here. Just some screenshots here again. Obi Wan watching uh, watching Luke from a distance. Yep. Literally watching him. We got Moses yep. Ingram as as another Inquisitor. Clearly, to this Inquisitor here, he she, he's awesome. So it is Sun King. So he's got one of the best. Uh, that can't be Sun King. That can't be the same guy. That's there. No way. Oh, it's Rupert Friend, maybe? I don't know. I need to be fix your stuff. <laughs> but anyways, so those are sort of cool little shots yeah, we got yeah. there. Where you like, obviously, the trailer. That's a concept art. So here's the full announced cast. If this will go away. Um, yeah, so... Simone Kessel, Benny Safdie's in this for some reason. Hmm. All right, let's just give them stuff. Oh, uncut gems. People will get that, Matt. You won't. Um, Matt's not up to times with the uh, the viral the viral stuff going on. Yeah, I'm not. I don't do the TikToks. Yeah, you should do it. It's where the world is these days. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's uh, the Obi Wan trailer. What final thoughts? It will be interesting. Yeah, I'm very interested. I am very excited. May 25th release date. Mm-hmm. Very special to Star Wars fans. It's something we we had announced uh, a little while ago already. Yeah. We talked about that. May the 4th is not the true Star Wars day. May 25th is. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as people want May the 4th, just because May the 4th be with you. Um, May true. 25th is the original release date of the first, of the first Star Wars. So mm-hmm. that is Star Wars day. And this is the same release that Obi-Wan Kenobi is getting. Anyway, moving on. One last thing about Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Jeez. Um, they put out their first like tweet today from the official like Obi Wan Kenobi um, Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Can you guess what was said? Well, I can read what it said. But yeah, go for it. <laughs> Hello there, Kenobi fans. You you know you know. Moving on. All right. Um, in other TV news, so Amazon is working towards getting a God of War series up and running from your favorite people, people behind Wheel of Time in The Expanse. So figure that one out. The Expanse is actually like really, really great. Wheel of Time was like it was successful. You know, it had a ton of viewership, but I don't know if it like lived up to 
like the production expectations that people had for that show. Okay. You know what I mean? They're just going to put uh, Chris Pratt in it, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, Amazon has this weird obsession with Chris Pratt. What I don't even know. What was the what was the show that you sent me? The movie that you sent me? It's a TV really? show, I guess he's doing. It's called like yeah. the Terminal List or something. Yeah, and it's like him. It's him in another RV kind of movie or show, I guess it is. It kind of reminds me of when like um um Adam Sandler. Uh, and Netflix signed their deal together. And Adam Sandler did like what, like six, I think it was six films that he signed on for with them that he did in a short period of time. And I remember when like that happened, I was like, Oh man, what's Netflix's like obsession with Adam Sand, like, uh, like Adam Sandberg. Like, I don't, I don't get it. You know? Yeah. Um, he, at the time to me, he was past his prime, well past his prime. He was just doing movies that, you know, were commercially successful, but they were terrible movies um, on the whole, you know, um so seeing this now again it's just like kind of bringing back you know the same kind of feelings it's seeing chris pratt who you know he had that that moment where it was like oh man this guy like he's kind of picking his roles well he's doing a good job now it just feels like he's being thrown in our face like far Mm -hmm. too often and he's getting everything he's mario he's you know in jurassic world he's he's just all over the place so yeah well, you know, it is what My it man. is. Uh, they want to do what they want to do. Let them do it. Indeed. Um, what else we got going on in the TV world? Um, I started watching a new show. Who knew I could do that? What? What are you watching? Uh, it's called Suspicion. I talked about this actually last episode, I think. Anyways, it's called Suspicion. It's on Apple TV+. Plus. Yep. Um, it's, it's basically four strangers get accused, four to five strangers get accused of... Uh, kidnapping this very rich American boy. Uh, he's in a he's a he's over the age eighteen, so he's not a boy boy. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, played by and the, his mother is uh, played by Uma Thurman. Um, it surprised me because I didn't realize who the one character person was in it. Um, but uh, it was Kudal Nayar from uh, The Big Bang Theory. Okay, didn't even recognize him to be honest with you. Hmm. Um. Until I realized, until like, there's a point where he got his hair and stuff, and <laughs> then I realized it was him. Sure. And I was like, oh, fuck. How did I not know that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it's because he's got a different attitude, a different uh, um, look a little bit, a different um, different accent. He doesn't have a stronger Indian one. He's mm-hmm. more of an English one, but which are very, very similar um, in some sense. Don't come at me, but they are, <laughs> so get over yourselves. Um, so, yeah, just say check it out. You know, everyone's it's getting okay reviews, but I enjoyed it. It's a twist, it's, you know, suspicion. It's a drama. It's a thriller. It's yeah. a crime drama. Some would say, um, yeah. So, and how they're all connected, we find out. Like, so basically, the plot is the the FBI and the British forces or whatever they're called over there. Yeah. Um, they these four American or four British people are all in New York at the same time it happens, and I'll fly back the same day it happens. Right, and they all stayed at the same hotel. Yep, and so that's why they get suspicion of mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And then there's obviously another guy too as well. There's a few of them, but uh, so it gets interesting. And right now, and uh, so these people kidnap them. Him in the hotel, the hotel viral kidnapping goes viral. Yeah, um, with the, and then they start threatening like his mom because they want his mom to tell the truth of something. They don't know what that truth is yet. Um, I think there's only eight episodes. I think they're about to release episode seven this Friday. So you got time to catch up. 
Yeah, no, it sounds interesting. It, it actually reminds me of a story I was just reading. I guess this was uh, in an interview back in like 2015, um, Colin Farrell on Jimmy Fallon. Um, uh, and apparently he, when he was like young adult, maybe even a teenager, was accused of murder. Hmm. And it, the only reason why he got off the hook was because a friend of his who he was with that evening on the other side of town um, wrote a journal at the time, kept a journal, and he kept a journal specifically talking about how they were taking ecstasy <laughs> that time and day of when this murder uh, occurred. But yeah, straight up, like he got like effectively charged. He was arrested and they yeah. were like trying to, you know, say that like you match the description of this person and all this kind of stuff. So pretty terrifying. <laughs> yeah. But, like, this one, like obviously there's always twists and turns, secrets that are hiding. So check it out. On yeah, Apple yeah, yeah. TV no, it sounds really interesting. One other Apple TV show that I really want to check out soon is Severance. Um, mm, of course you would. It looks really good. Like it, it, it just <laughs> looks, you know, here's a show that is, you know, sending people to work and you agree when you're joining this company that you are going to be, you know, leaving your, your home life at home and your work life at work. Literally, because when you walk through those doors, you will forget who you are outside of the workplace. Mm -hmm. And when you leave those doors, you forget what you do at your work. You don't know who you work with. You don't know anything about your workplace. Like, it's basically like you hop in an elevator and this happens. Mm -hmm. um, so it stars Adam Scott, who I'm not like the biggest fan of, to be honest. Like, I think, you know, I was first introduced to him through Step Brothers. That's where I first came across him. And he, you know, he played the dick. And that was a very typical role of his. And it wasn't until I actually saw him in Parks and Rec where I was like, oh, like, he doesn't just have to play a dick. Like, he actually plays a really likable character in Parks yeah. and Rec, which is the only time I saw that. So it kind of gave me like a, you know, a renewed like, okay, I can give this guy a bit of a chance. He's not as typecast as, you know. I assumed he was. Yeah. Um, and it looks like he plays somewhere in the middle in this in this show. So um, I'm interested. It's from Ben Stiller. Um, I guess, you know, he's doing a lot more producing and, and whatnot these days than um, than starring in himself. But yeah, it, it looks fascinating to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought about watching it, but yeah, there's a lot of things that I'm going to watch. Christopher Walken and John Turturro. Yeah. Uh, who we'll talk about later when we talk about the Batman. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, some some interesting cast members. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Um, what else we got out there in TV world? Um, there was a um, um, so we'll talk about the Apple event peak performance later on when we talk about tech, but they did a highlight reel of some new content um coming out um so i'm just gonna pull that up super quick yes but yeah so that's you know this tv you know speaking of tv tv survivor started today Ooh. So that's fun. I didn't even hear anything about setting up some kind of like, you know, a pool like you've done in the past. What happened there? I did talk about it. When? Last week. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Who are you doing it with? The same people. Really? Yeah. No, oh, because I felt like we were going to get in on it this time. I offered it to you. <laughs> and you said no. I feel like I just like, when I hear Survivor now, I just immediately. I'm just pretty like, sure I said you could out. join and you said, ah. <laughs> I, I straight up do believe I just tune out Survivor now because I've just heard it so much from you and, and Steph over the over the past few years that I'm just Shame. like no, I'm pretty sure no I told interest. You about it. 
Um, yeah, so there was a couple of new shows uh, previewed on Apple TV, such as Spirited, Luck, and Lucky. Um, one of the big ones starring, uh, I believe, Ryan Reynolds, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Just trying to find more information on it. Still doing stuff, that guy? Yeah, surprisingly. Um, so there is a show called uh, The Last Days of Ptolemy Gray. I have no idea how to pronounce that, but uh, it stars Samuel L. Jackson. Um, and it's in a book adaptation. So that comes what, is out he, what is he not? Literally this Friday. What is Samuel L. Jackson not? In? Um, there's a Snoopy show season two on its way. Uh, mm-hmm. Also mm-hmm. on Friday. <laughs> um we crashed starting Anne Hathaway and Jared yeah. Leto. Yeah. Uh, Pachinko uh, starring Sue Hu, who was the showrunner for the first season of AMC's The Terror. So people are very right, interested right. in that show. Um, Slow Horses starring Gary Oldman. Yeah. Um, Killers of the Flower Moon. We got uh, directed by Martin Scorsese, your favorite. Oh, uh, with yes. Leonardo DiCaprio. They've never worked together before. No, there's a lot of people and in there. Robert De, <laughs> Robert De Niro. I think Brendan Fraser's in that one. Yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of big stars in that one. That's a movie coming coming soon. Still a says coming soon. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. The Sound of 007. Yeah, they got a lot of stuff. Spirited, yeah. So Spirited is the one that I was thinking of. That's Will Ferrell and... Uh, and Ryan Reynolds uh, and Octavia Spencer. Um, it's and it's Christmas basically one, like yeah. a Christmas Carol yeah. spinoff. Uh, they take it in a new it's a direction. Musical. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Looks, looks interesting. Yeah. There, there's quite we'll a few new things that they had <laughs> announced at this, uh, this event, like Apple TV plus they're really pushing a lot of content. Um, some people who are really in baseball, they're now doing Friday Night Baseball, MLB. Uh, mm-hmm, so you're going to get mm-hmm. two exclusive games with lots of extra content as well. So oh, I got really bright there. Lots of stuff happening on the Apple TV Plus world of things. Yes, 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 Apple TV, yes, yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're through uh, some uh, movie stuff here. Um, one of the biggest rumors I saw, actually, we'll talk about this because it's coming out soon, mm-hmm. is Morbius. Mm-hmm. So now here's the thing. Nobody really knows what timeline it sits in, but we saw the Spider-Man villain Falcon from the first Spider-Man yep. uh, with Tom Holland in it in the trailer and, yep. and he's in the movie. But there's a whole uh, part in the trailer. I'm going to see if I could find it for us. We talk about it and uh, spoiler alert. If you've not seen uh, Spider-Man No Way Home yet, which I feel like everyone has at this point. Or at least knows about it. If you don't know about it, then maybe you should look it up. Or listen to more of our uh, podcasts because uh, we talk about it all the time. Anyways, so Morris, basically vampire guy, um, and uh, and he goes. He's kind of a bad guy. He's kind of a good guy because he's a doctor. And he's just trying to heal his like patient. Heal heal his own um disease um which you know turns him into a vampire i don't know how that works out never read these comics he's in the end is a spider-man villain so is he really that important they're making a lot of work out of it um but uh so the main thing i wanted to talk about for this is because in the trailer you kind of get to see building of Oscorp in it. 
I bring this up because like if we talk about uh, Oscorp in um, Spider-Man No Way Home, Willem Dafoe's character says, "There's there's somebody else in my home." Yeah, my home does like my business here doesn't exist. They mm-hmm. it's been specifically said Oscorp does not exist in Tom yeah. Holland Spider Man yeah, universe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's what makes it so confusing as to why we see the building of Oscorp in there. So everyone's thinking this is like either Toby's or Andrew's version because in this one scene you actually see uh, him walk by a poster that says, um, uh, "It's a picture of Spider Man." Mm-hmm. And I got right here. I'm gonna share my screen, and um, and it's kind of interesting because it says what it says on it. It says "murderer," yeah, and that's yeah. Tobey Maguire's mm-hmm. suit. Yep. So, and I mean, like several of his like opponents, villains did die mm-hmm. throughout that uh, throughout that trilogy. Well, he he uh, in the end of his in his third one, he kills his friend dies. Yep, Harry dies. Yep. So. So much going on, like, and then obviously we got Matt Smith in the movie. Yep, which is always fun. Um, but yeah, so we'll see. Matt Smith's playing the villain of the film, even though he is a villain. <laughs> even though, so I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see where this takes place. Um, this comes out. When does this actually come out? April first. So ah, uh, before Doctor Strange. So this is gonna be very, very, very confusing. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's uh for upcoming movies. Um you have some other stuff you saw from Disney Plus today. You saw the first uh picture of uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Tom Hanks as Geppetto in Pinocchio, the live action film. Um you know, you only kind of see like the kind of the side profile, so you don't really see his face straight. Kind of looks like your dad. <laughs> so that's uh fair (laughs) do you have a picture of it ready i don't but i can yeah let's get that up on the screen um yeah so i actually i wasn't even aware that we were getting a live action pinocchio so this was to me it was news as well as i I knew we were getting a live action one i just didn't know what we were getting i I just laughed right away Um, because i'm pretty sure it was last week maybe two weeks ago when you said we've had enough tom hanks playing real playing, people okay playing real people but still yeah you know. so we are here <laughs> kind of looks like your dad from afar that's funny <laughs> so this is a screenshot more hair show. more hair curly hair yeah. i can see it for i can see what you're saying from the side for sure yeah and they're um, using the disney I version of like, Pinocchio. yeah i do like how like like true to to oh, the animated oh, films oh, they went with oh, for pinocchio oh, like oh, I, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Um, yeah, yep, that's happening. <laughs> yeah, I do like that. I'm I'm a fan of that. But there's that so, so I forgot that there is a teaser. There was a teaser out for uh, uh, so um, Guillermo del Toro is making his own Pinocchio. Indeed. Have you ever seen Drew Carey's Geppetto? I don't know if I have. It is awful. Drew Carey's. Yeah, let's look at it, shall we? Um, it's a very well unknown film. Okay. Uh, it came out probably early 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, Drew Carey did Geppetto. Yeah, it was absolutely hilarious. Now that I've watched it, I probably loved it as a kid. But uh, as a musical fantasy or fairy tale. Um, wow. there's, you can watch the oh whole movie on YouTube God. too. But 
Let's see if the trailer is. Is that here. Julia? Yeah. <laughs> so let's just see here. What is this? Um, it's crazy. Check it out if you haven't. Uh, you watch the whole thing on YouTube, apparently. But yeah, like unbelievable. Wayne Brady, of course. Yeah, here we go. Uh, so also, there he is from the year two thousand. Usher. That totally makes sense. So he's a fun. Like you got he's. You watch the trailer here. Woo! Plays a little. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Comes a real boy. Unbelievable. You're a real boy. He literally said it there. <laughs> yeah. You're a real boy. Because all he ever wanted was Geppetto and Son. That's what he wants on the sign. That's like the fa- major phage sign. It hurts my brain seeing Drew Carey like as an actor. I'm used to seeing him on like whose line is it? Anyway, obviously host. And then he's now the price is price is right host. Is he still doing that? I think he's still doing that. Um, but uh yeah, so check it out. It's got some interesting tunes. It's just musical. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so this is gonna be another Geppetto the story that uh, can be totally different. <laughs> um, Unbelievable. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Biggest movie news we got is that the Batman came out. Oh man! On Thursday of last week. Hold or your Friday, butts. Yeah, technically, hold your butts. Go on. That's all I got. <laughs> um, yeah, the Batman. So we saw it Friday night. Um, it was, to me, it was, I think, my favorite Batman movie. And I'm still holding on to that. This has been five days now since we saw the movie. Um, and I, I'm like, I'm feeling pretty strongly. And I've like held on to the Dark Knight, despite everybody always talking shit about Christian Bale and all that stuff. Dark Knight up until now was my favorite Batman movie. This is my new favorite Batman movie. I just really liked the tone. I really liked the actors and the the characters and the character development, the conversations, the the way they worked alongside each other. This was the first time that I really felt like we saw Batman work hand in hand with Gordon Commissioner. Or he's not even Commissioner Gordon at this point. Um, he's just detective, um, Detective Gordon. So, you know, it, re- it really was a detective movie. And it's the first time I felt like we got this type of Batman movie. We've gotten a lot of different styles uh, mm-hmm. for Batmans. Um, this was this was a different take and it was really good. Not to say it's a perfect movie. Um, far from it. And Alex, uh, I'm sure you're going to have a lot to say in this regard as well. But, you know, it's far from a perfect movie. It's, you know, it's too long. Um there's definitely areas where the pacing is just kind of like it feels a little bit off and it, it does kind of suffer the same curse that I felt when we saw the Dark Knight in theaters where about 45 minutes before the end of the movie, you feel like the movie's ending mm-hmm. and then and then it kind of like, oh, wait, it's, it's picking up again. There's more coming. This movie does the same thing. It's, mm-hmm. It suffers the same uh, curse of, of that previous Dark Knight film. Um, but yeah, like it, I, I loved the, the soundtrack i love the style i went with i liked i really liked the the, the bat suit um i i really enjoyed um the batmobile um it did feel like an origin of batman like this was still like an early batman still figuring out you know his time in the city and he talked about that it's only two years in i want to say yeah. into his like attempt on solving the problems that gotham is facing um it's a very like you know um beat down bruce wayne we don't see a lot of bruce wayne you don't actually see a lot of like um robert pattison like outside of the the cowl outside of the mask right you know batman is his real face and that's alluded to in the movie Mm -hmm. and bruce wayne's just the mask um i enjoyed andy circus as 
as Alfred. I thought he did a good job there. Um, and I really, really probably my favorite casting was Paul Dano as the Riddler. Like I just thought, wow, like this guy just nailed this role. I, I was into it. You know, it's, it's, it's not one of those that you're going to figure out what's going on as the movie goes on. If you've seen this movie seven before, it kind of draws some parallels to that and how mm-hmm. it's, how it's, you know, played out. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I really enjoyed it. Like it's, it, it was a good, a really good, fresh take on Batman. Um, felt very grounded, probably felt the most realistic Batman to date, you know, the most like, you know, grounded, <laughs> like something that I could believe is in this world. Um, just maybe, you know, mm-hmm. just that hint of disbelief, but you know, like it, it's still it, it, like it was the most grounded yet. So for all those things, um, I'm, I'm putting it out there. It's, it's my favorite Batman movie. Alex thoughts. Well, it's a Batman movie. Yes, definitely. That's, that's definitely it. <laughs> uh, no, it was good. It was a great movie. Um, I think it was well done. It's a different take on it completely. Um, it's hard to judge something like that when you compare it to other movies because it's not sure. the same. Yeah, yeah. Format for Batman versus Bat- Batman v. Batman. Batman, Batman totally, Batman, totally Batman, different Batman. movie. Yep. Um, but yeah, you know, there's a lot of like, it's definitely a film noir movie and it's got a, you know, very old school detective look to it. It's pacing needed a little bit of work, I think, in my opinion. Um, because there are points like I got so tired through it, and it's been a, it was a long day, but um, even some points just kind of drag. And like you said, there are parts where you're like, "Oh, this movie's done." It doesn't. Mm-hmm. There's a whole another <laughs> half an hour. Yep. And you're just like, "Okay, why?" I get why they're including this part, but yep. like the pacing of it needed to speed up because the way yep. they were making it work, like they could have got rid of one of the scenes in there, like. Uh, the one of the things Riddler does, they could have just talked about it yeah. instead of actually showing us and I agree. doing yeah. it and kind of drives it. And I understand why they did it, but it's just like, all right, let's, let's move it on a bit. But, um, but yeah, like I think uh, it could have been a great, what they needed, what could have been a great mini series they could have done mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. Um, I think the standout performance in my opinion is uh Colin Farrell not hmm. Paul Dano is Paul Dano and I always knew he would have done really well with it. I think his character is really well portrayed, but yeah, I think uh the penguin kind of like blew everyone away because when you look at it, you don't think that's Carl Farrell. Obviously that's more of a makeup design, but like even though like, you hear Colin Farrell, this Irish actor from yeah overseas, you hear him play this guy, it just sound like he, yeah, made like him, he was like, unrecognizable as he as made him like a real person. The penguin. And he was like the best take on the penguin yet. Like he just Well, let's not get too serious. Well but like let's, uh, let, let's be real. Like he he's the only one that felt like a, an actual gangster that's living in this world. You know I, see, I, mean? I don't know. I think Danny DeVito's penguin is is unmatchable. But I think I think for the, its the, the hard the hard part there is again it's it's different styles, right? You know, Tim Burton's Batman was very out there, very stylized. You know, it was a Tim Burton film in many ways. You know, this is this is a like to me more of a, a gangster. It was not about being That's gross. Why I said you can't it was them not to, about but... being like you know disfigured. It was just about being a gangster who was we have penguin, different right? backstories. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, the penguin, I think Danny DeVito's penguin was perfect for for that Batman. Sure. For this Batman, this then this is probably perfect for this Batman. Sure. I mean, there's different ones. Like you can't compare Bane in that situation because they just screwed up Bane. Um, <laughs> I like Tom Hardy and the performance yep. wasn't horrible, but the story of Bane, they just yeah. completely missed the mark on. Yeah. He changed it. 
he just completely changed the story of Bane and this doesn't work for me. You can change a few things, but you just can't completely like Bane was a Mexican wrestler. <laughs> you can't just change that. You know, like you changed his whole sure. yeah. identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you could have yeah, you can make him any race, culture, creed, whatever, but to completely take out the whole idea of why he's so jacked, yeah, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to me at least, like, because if they ever decided, hey, that series kept going and decided, hey, let's bring in Poison Ivy, what were they gonna do with that? Like, you know, it just, I don't know, it just stuff like that. And it's yep. gonna be interesting to see what they do with if they this. I don't see they're not gonna give it a not a sequel, but they could not at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah, they don't need to. Like this, no. this is one really could live on its own. Um, but it's interesting to see how in Warner Bros, you know, let's somebody do what they want <laughs> actually do what they want how you, creative it can actually come out yeah like at, at what point do the warner brothers like powers that be step back and be like hmm it seems like the movies that we are less involved with do better like it, there's got to be like an ego there mm-hmm. of just like no we know best we're the studio heads you know what I yeah mean? Like, there's somebody's just you know too hungry to get their hands in every single thing i know like a lot of the the management in Warner Bros has changed since that time but uh yeah it's clear that they just i think they've said recently that they're going to start focusing on um quality mm-hmm. or the quantity of movies. yeah 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 so i wouldn't be surprised if we see Wonder Woman 3 get canceled mm-hmm. but uh we'll see there's a lot of hate against uh what's her face now too Gal Gadot. yeah i don't why know. i don't remember hmm. they just they just don't like her People just don't like her. She's, Interesting. Um, yeah, she is playing an Egyptian. She's Iranian. Oh, uh, fair. There's that too. And yeah. So much is going on there. But whatever. Yep. That's all kind of side politics. People are just upset. <laughs> I don't really care enough about that. She's not killing anybody. Yep. She's not sexually assaulting anyone. Then it's not really. <laughs> yeah. Um, just coming back to the Batman for a minute. So, so far, all but one person I've talked to who who's actually seen this movie loved it. Like just like thought it was like a really good movie. Um, I've had somebody else come out and say to me, like this was my favorite Batman yet. Um, You know, without me saying it first that it was mine. Um, I've had one person tell me that they hated it though. (laughs) Do you know who that person is? So you no, oh, well, How would, well, what? I just said it was my favorite Batman movie. Well, maybe you have a split personality. <laughs> no, uh, uh, a little friend of ours named David K. White. Um, he didn't like it. He really didn't like it. So well, it's probably because he didn't understand it. Is that is that your final answer? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> there was something else he didn't like. And I'm like, you just didn't. Pick, what was it? What was the thing we watched? I can't remember what it was. It might have been Mortal Kombat or something. And he sure. kept asking questions about it. Like he's like, "Well, they didn't do this." I'm like, "They literally say that five <laughs> minutes before that happens." And he's like, "Well, like, no, they say it." And it, it was just funny. Yeah. Right? So, um, but a lot of even when I I so I've seen it. I actually saw it twice. Saw it last night again. Mortal um, Kombat. No. Um, <laughs> the Batman. The Batman. Nice. And uh, when I was leaving, it's like, oh, because obviously there's a hint to the Joker into it. Yes. They yep. never fully say it, but uh, it's pretty clear. Um, and I hear people say, oh, they can't take on the Joker. Heath Ledger, you know, blah, blah, blah. Just like, you're, then you don't care about Already the Already had another Joker since Heath Ledger. Like, I know. What's like, the deal? Like, I think people are just so jacked on Heath Ledger's performance, which I get. But I mean, like, also, don't, 
you gotta let things move on like well th- that's the one that you know moved beyond just the movie fans and reached you know a greater well again like i've said i don't want to be insensitive and it's gonna come off insensitive. again if he didn't die the way he did yep i think it would have been a different situation totally yeah i think people were more invested with it yes more than anything yep. now yep and uh and I'm not taking away from his performance. No, no. Performance is good. It was a great performance. I yeah. think if he did a second one, it would have downgraded his performance for completely. I mean, it's hard. It's hard. Which to he say, was supposed you know. to do. That like that ending scene was obviously well, that was awkwardly not supposed to be the ending of the joke scene, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you know, I I don't know. Like they could like clearly Christopher Nolan's plans got very sidestepped, mm-hmm. um, and he had to had to change things up as a result of Heath Ledger's passing. Um, you know, I'm not going to go out there and say that he couldn't. They couldn't have made you know that the Dark Knight couldn't have been this amazing tee up to whatever it was they were building towards originally. But mm-hmm. um, regardless, I do agree with you that Heath Ledger's Joker has more you know weight to it as a result of his passing yeah. than if it was just judged by its um, you know the acting merits on its yeah. own. You know, um, but yeah, like I said, it's. It, 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 it's just one of those things that, like, I think people need to realize you got to let it happen first before you can just make your mm-hmm. decisions. And like I've always said, like, if we had more Jed Leto, I'm pretty sure we would have seen a complete yeah, difference. Because you so have too. to see, we yeah. only saw really the gangster version of the Joker in yep. the uh, David Ayer's Suicide Squad. Yeah. Because um, he's both. The Joker is both. He's, do- yep. he's psychotic, but he's also uh, a gangster at the same yep. time. That's yep. how he runs his 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 business, in a mm-hmm. sense. Um, so we'll see where they go with it. Um, there's a deleted scene from it from the map band where we see more of the Joker, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Reeves said so. Hopefully, when that movie comes out digitally and all that stuff, we'll see it. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, yeah, so we'll see. And I, it's just like I just like I said, the audience, some audience members are just gonna, you know, they stick to a certain specific way that Batman must be here, yeah. um, specific way certain people should be. And like I said, like I can be like that too with some Batman characters because, mm-hmm. like. They have to be that way. But this was a very specific. Uh, this was a new take on certain things. Like, like, let's say they did the Mad Hatter. If the Mad Hatter is not insane and talking about Alice in Wonderland <laughs> all the time, then you can't do it right. If they completely change it, it's the same with Bane. If he's not some like m- guy who can press a button and then get three times stronger, then he's not Bane. He's just a guy who's very muscly. Um, the mask is not what makes Bane. <laughs> it's the fucking venom in his body. But anyways... I'm never gonna be not happy about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I like the character, but like I like that version of Bane, but I don't think it was right. I'm that's my biggest gripe about it is that it just wasn't Bane. Yeah, I think they should have just called him something else and kept that. They kept a lot of the Bane story, which was stupid too, because he breaks his back. I have that book. Probably... <laughs> Where is it? Right here. Nope. This is the prelude to the one that breaks his back. Uh oh. Hold on, I'll find that. He's looking, folks. Um, oh, oh, did you find it? Yeah, this one. So, Nightfall is the book where he breaks Batman's back. Let's see if I can find the exact moment. <laughs> uh, while Alex is looking for that moment, um, I'm going to give my review. So, out of 10, the Batman for me was a 9.1. Holy shit. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. That happened. Literally, no, too much oh, light. Too bright. Too bright. <laughs> oh, we see him pick him up. I will break you. Indeed. Yep. Right out of the comic books. Breaks his back. 
breaks his back. And then there's a whole, like, there's like three other books, right? Yeah. Keeps going. Yep. Anyways. 9.1. Mm, I can't do that. I couldn't even if I wanted to. Where are you? Mm, I got to think about that for a second. Uh-oh. Um, oh, it has to be. Mm. I haven't even looked up what other reviewers are giving it. I'm going to do that now. The Batman. I don't know. I could do maybe. No, I would say at 8.8. You know what? We both scored higher than what you know. Rotten Tomatoes is at with it, and IMDb. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes is eighty six percent. IMDb eight point five. However, ninety two percent of Google users liked the film, and Metacritic is seventy two percent. So it's you know it's a little bit all over the place. Yeah, there was just um, it was it like so the the length of the movie pulls you out of it a bit. Yeah, I think and like and I think that's something. It wasn't capt. It was captivating and it was great. Mm-hmm. But those last two major scenes that it did are very on. major to the yep. plot yep. don't seem so like so enticing because you're so tired by the end of it. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're and... like you're, you've, you've you know typical movie pace and flow would lead you to believe this movie's wrapping up. So I totally agree. Um, then... Audience score is 89 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is right in the middle of you know breaking even of where we were on that. Mm-hmm. So I think you know the general consensus is most people really enjoyed this movie. Um, thought it was yeah. a very good movie. So, um, not a perfect movie. Definitely has its problems, but um, I'm willing to overlook those because I just thought it was great. Um, going back a little bit, so we did talk about John Turturro. I don't know how to mm-hmm. say his last name. So um, he played um, um, what's his name? Falcone. Falcone. Um, Falcone. You know, I didn't particularly think his portrayal was all that amazing personally um he was probably the weakest of the, the like the the larger main cast in my opinion um i really enjoyed zoe kravis as selena kyle i thought she did a great job uh, jeffrey wright i thought made a great james gordon uh we already talked about colin farrell paul dano um mm-hmm. even robert pattinson like his like you know he kind of found that that middle uh you know voice for batman you know he wasn't you know you could understand what he was saying mm-hmm. compared to like Christian Bale, which was just a lot of guttering. Um, it wasn't, you know, modulated by technology like we saw with Ben Affleck's. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't just like a normal dude talking either, like the older uh, films were. So, you know, it was it was that nice like mix of, yep, I'm 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 Batman. You know, <laughs> there you go. He, he's Batman. Yeah, he's the Batman. He's vengeance. Yeah. Oh no, I like. I didn't mind John Totoro's performance in it. I mean, he's just playing a a, 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 like a, a gangster. Uh, yeah. Gangster who's in charge. And that's yep. just who it is. Um, I mean, and he's done other things that I like. If you ever see the movie, um, The Secret Window with him and Johnny Depp is pretty good. Hmm. Um, it's one of actually one of the movies that Johnny Depp and I like. It. Interesting. And, it's, um, uh, and uh Maybe because it's not like a very simplistic uh, mm. Johnny Depp movie. It's not a very normal movie for Johnny Depp. He was playing an author uh, in that one, right? Yeah, he's like psychotic mm-hmm. and yeah. Um, he steals. He basically steals. Like not, he's not psychotic. He goes. He starts going insane. He yeah, yeah. He yeah. thinks he's going insane. Yeah. Because um, the guy he stole. He thinks so. This John Troyer's character basically claims thinks that he's well claims that he stole his book. Right. And then made him famous. Yeah. 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 And uh, it was a very good back and forth. He's not in a lot of it, but 
Um, I thought it was a very good performance. And then other old brother were out. There it was a fun time with him in it. Um, yeah. You know, there's, uh, I'm not, I'm not saying I dislike the guy. I just, yeah. like, I personally didn't think his, his performance in this movie was all that strong personally, but, mm. um, no, no, I'm, I'm not going out of my way to say that, you know, I dislike him. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. I think, uh, yeah, yeah. The Batman. Good movie. If you haven't seen it already, definitely check it out while it's in theaters. It's a it's a good watch. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next time we see that. Yes, yes, yes. Um, just going into gaming real quick. We'll run through these things real quick. Yeah, here. yeah. PlayStation uh, State of Play happened today. Yeah. Anything uh, you saw that you you were into? Not really. I mean, like the opening thing was X Exo Primal or whatever. Yeah, it was. It was like a thing about dinosaurs. It was kind of like fucking nowhere. Pacific Rim, but instead of kaiju, you had dinosaurs. Like yeah. just literally dinosaurs. You know, T Rexes, things like that. Um, and instead of like the the big um, Jaegers, it was you know single suit exoskeleton, like mm-hmm. you know body armor basically so but that that's kind of the vibe i was getting from it was you know everybody was very military based so it felt a lot like pacific rim but yeah i was i i'm kind of there with you i i was just like all right yeah <laughs> um ghostwire tokyo though i think that game has a lot of potential it looks, it looks very cool um for spoken has been one that they've been really hyping up i'm kind of getting worried about it well they delayed I it again feel right? like they're over hyping this game I think it's expected by like fall of 2022. Um, I, just, I feel like the, the, the trailer was very, very like mm. hype. They were trying to make it feel very epic. And yeah, so it was supposed to come out in May. Anytime it's coming to October. Anytime I see that kind of hype, I just I worry that the game is not going to be able to live up to it. And that's mm. that's the vibe I'm getting. Early demos. I was excited for this game. I want it to be a good game, but I'm just I I, I feel like it's going to be a letdown. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, I didn't care. I didn't know really know about it until I saw that like it was delayed and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I saw that this trailer. I mean, it didn't really bring me into it even then. Yeah, it just looks like a rehash Dragon Age, but interesting. Um, yeah, there was nothing really else. Everything else was kind of not my style of gaming. And then something that like looks like the guys from Fantasy Final Fantasy made Valkyrie or whatever. A lot of Square Enix stuff. Yeah, yeah like we got Valkyrie Elysium. Um, which is, you know, brand new game. Um, it's just an action RPG. And like the 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 subtext subtext that I'm reading here on this site, they go out of the way to say it also looks like it was released nine years ago. Yeah. Um, it doesn't look like, you know, something that should be coming out in 2022. I do agree. I don't agree that it says nine years ago. I think you know this is a game that it honestly it kind of looks like very similar to Final Fantasy fifth uh yeah, 15, um, in terms of like graphics and, and gameplay and i wasn't a biggest fan of that so i don't know how good this one's gonna be um they also showed off uh stranger of paradise which is a final fantasy origins game um apparently the demo is out um today and i think the game is out march 18th um and then they also showed off a final fantasy tactics like game i can't actually remember what the name of it is um but it looks very much like the old Final Fantasy Tactics. If anything, it looks like um, uh, like Fire Emblem, and it's called the Dio Field Chronicle, the Dio Field Chronicle. I don't actually know how to pronounce it, but it looked all right. So, yeah, kind of like a underwhelming state of play. I feel like they need to give you a, a bit more 
heads up leading into these state of plays mm-hmm. of like what it is you're going to get to see in these things um because going into it like i just i never know like is it going to be huge is it not and like maybe that's what they're banking on to get people to come and check it out but for me it's like you know i like i went out of my way to like have my laptop out while i was making dinner tonight to watch this and i was a little disappointed <laughs> by the end result personally yeah but uh yeah it is what it is man it it is is so much is. yep um but speaking of the uh tv shows real quick oh, yeah. um we already knew this was happening but they they finally confirmed the, like it for sure yep um is that the, the penguin is getting his own tv show oh interesting. Uh, it's a limited series called working titles called the penguin it'll be on hbo max cool uh starring Carl Farrell, obviously, and then yep. obviously Matt Reeves, Dylan Clark, Colin Farrell, oh, wow. and Laura Frank are just serve as executive producers. So we'll have the same team there for the most part. So, well, if you like this character, then we'll see more of him soon. Probably like two years. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, that's kind of kind of the big things on everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um... You know, uh, super quick, uh, Gotham Knights got uh, an official release for October. Um, so we're finally going to get that. Nintendo uh, delayed the release of Advance Wars uh, due to the ongoing Russian invasion of Ukraine. Um, you know, Elden Ring is off to like great reviews and there's a lot of people. And this is something we've talked about before, but a lot of people are complaining about the difficulty, you know, just annoyed sure. by it. And, you know, saying like, oh, you know, like this whole culture of get good. And I agree. I think, I think that response from the community is not reasonable. What I do get annoyed by is these people saying there needs to be an easy mode. There needs to be a way for me to get to enjoy. And I think just like any book, like any movie, like any TV show, there's going to be stuff that some people are going to enjoy and some people are not. And Mm. I think it's up to the developer or the artist to make it the way they want it. So I've never gotten into a Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Bloodborne game before. Really? Elden Ring, I'm really in, like I do want to check it out. I do want to play it. I know what to expect. I know I'm going to struggle and have a hard time, and I'm going to die a lot. That's this freaking subtitle. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like Prepare to Die was like the main like subtext for the Dark Souls games. So, you know, I think people just have to accept like, hey, like if I want to get into this, I have to be ready to struggle, yeah. and like that's part of the experience. So to cheapen that by giving you an easy mode that just allows you to play through the world and get to see this stuff. Like that's not the point, you know, like they're, they're, they don't want, they're not giving you a shortcut. This is, this is the experience. This is the game. And for me, you know, it's one of those things that there's some stuff that I want to go in and know that I had the same um, level of difficulty or challenge that everybody else faced going into this. Right. It's yeah. not about me being an elite gamer. That's got amazing skills. And whatnot. it's just about me, like, working towards something and working on my skills and improving, Mm -hmm. you know? So, you know, this whole idea that everything needs to have, you know, an easy mode or a mode to make it easy for me to, to get into this, like that diminishes this experience. And anybody who tries to argue that, no, no, you're, you're wrong. You're being an elitist gamer. I'm not an elitist gamer. I've already told you I don't play these games. I am interested. I know I'm going to struggle, but I'm excited for that. I want to see like how much, you know how difficult it is and try to hone that and mm-hmm. see if i have the dedication to to overcome that you know yeah so i don't know i've never played those games i don't really plan it i've seen <laughs> clips of them 
I'm like, this would just piss me off. And like, yeah, <laughs> well, it's kind of like Monster Hunter, but to the next level in yeah. terms of like challenge, right? Yeah. Um, so before we keep going on that, I just want to, I just read something that I just, yeah, 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 go for it. So, movies, DC, we were, we were just talking about DC and Warner Bros and stuff like that. They just delayed all their movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Today. Um, Massive um, delays on movies. It's huge because yep. they had two big movies this summer. Yep. This year. And they just delayed them until yep. next year. So you got so you got uh, Super Pets, which is moving from May to the July date. Yep. You have now the Flash moving from November to twenty twenty two to June twenty third, twenty three. That's seven months. Yep. That's insane. Then Aquaman sixteenth, December sixteenth to March seventeenth, and then Wonka, Wonka, which makes sense. This is not a DC movie, but like Wonka moves from March 17th to December 15th, which is a Christmas movie anyway, so that yep. makes sense. Yep. And then Shazam, they moved from the June date to December to this year. Yep. They moved it up. Like, it was like, <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, it, it's such a shuffle, and it's really confusing as a, um, you know, a fan. And they also moved uh, Black Adam from July. Did I say that? No, they moved uh, Black Adam from July to October. Like, they're really they're, bizarre, hey? They're... They're citing its uh, visual effects, uh, but for that stuff. many movies, um, you know what I mean? Is it is it because like they have a certain like timeline they're trying to stick to of specific movies? You know what I mean? Like I'm very like the rumor is confused. Uh, the number of titles of these movies, which are obviously visually effects heavy, are pushed due to the logjam many post production effects houses are facing as productions ramped up during COVID. Hmm. Uh, the flash alone has 2,500 visual effects shots. You know, one thing I will say to that, and there is good that comes with this. A lot of these industries have faced um, the type of labor, like expectations that is just unreasonable. The, the, this idea of, of crunch and just having to work nonstop way more hours than you should it's just it's not fair to any of those you know those artists so i i do believe you know there needs to be more focus on giving people in all industries Mm -hmm. more reasonable labor expectations and then on top of that how many movies have suffered as a result of rushed vfx so you know if that is true i'm okay with it the only thing i'm going to say is if we start getting these movies and we've got shoddy vfx I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> like at that point, there's no excuse anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what's up. I mean, like if it is just that the 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 visual effects house companies just can't keep up, which is fair because they've you know there's probably only so many of them that people want to use. Yeah, and they want to use obviously the best ones. And if you have a lot of movies in the go from COVID, yeah, then that kind of makes sense, right? You right. Make sure it's perfect. But I mean, seven months. After only delayed three years, it's mm. kind of like a big deal. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. whatever. Anyways, back to gaming uh, or tech, whatever. Which one do you want to go with to run through real quick? Yeah, I mean, there's there's not really much else on the gaming side. Um, there was one analyst that came out yesterday talking about how PlayStation's doomed and in 10 years it won't be a thing anymore. And, you know, I had to laugh. It was something that they said during a podcast. And, you know, their whole reasoning was, you know, PlayStation's too far behind Xbox when it comes to their Game Pass subscription service and how uh, Xbox is just way too far ahead. That That's their 
perspective on it. And, you know, I, mm. I, I don't think that's the case, you know, and they acknowledge, they acknowledge that like, yeah, PlayStation's way ahead on console sales this generation. There's no question about that. They're like two times as many PS5 sold as there has been Xbox Series X or Series S. Um, but Xbox took a, a completely different approach this this round. The, the Game Pass service is available across Xbox One consoles, uh, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, PC, your mobile devices. I can stream it. Basically, anything with a screen that has an internet connection, you can play Xbox games on now. And that's their approach. They're really building and planning for the future and so i do understand their perspective as far as that goes because when you look at it that way xbox is way ahead in number of users and like they do have 25 million subscribers to game pass that mm. far sh- overshadows the amount of consoles that um ps5 sony has sold in terms of the ps5 there's about 8 million last reported that i saw um but i i i completely disagree you know you netflix yes has this huge market share, right? Mm-hmm. But look at Amazon Prime, look at you know Crave, look at Disney Plus. Streaming platforms can catch up; they can catch up very quickly. You know, it's 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 all about what developers and what, or in, in the case of movies, what studios you're working with to get content. And that stuff can shift around, right? Um, the moment PlayStation decides to convert PlayStation Plus to say, "Oh, PlayStation Now." It's now built into PlayStation Plus. You just mm. you just get it. You know, uh, let's start offering the same kind of subscription model. Like we've already got PlayStation Plus. Let's just adapt it. I don't think it's that much of an ask. There's a big enough library, and as always, PlayStation has the foothold completely in the Asian markets. Completely. Yep. Like Xbox has barely sold anything. I think to date they've sold just over two million Xbox consoles across the entire. <laughs> family of xboxes in japan yeah like (laughs) like, you know like it is like playstation is very successful across the world Mm -hmm. xbox is successful in the europe and the americas it is not successful in the asian market so like this analyst is uh, in my opinion just off his rocker you know Mm -hmm. but that's my opinion (laughs) (laughs) well we'll see what happens i don't think Either going anywhere. There's too much people wanting the PS4, five over the Xbox Series. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like the PS5 is is far more attractive, but it's also it makes sense as far as PlayStation's model. Like that's where all the best games are going to be. Whereas you know, if I still have an old Xbox One and I've got a good internet connection, yeah, I can stream um, new Xbox games on it at the quality of an Xbox Series X. Yeah. So as long as I've got a really stable internet connection, you know, I'm gonna have a pretty close experience to what I would have if I just had the console in my living room. And that is something to consider. I don't think we fully have realized just how big of a impact that's going to have. Obviously that's going to take some money away from the Xbox team. Yeah. They're not going to sell new hardware, but if people are actively playing on their consoles and now Activision's getting in the mix on the Xbox side of things like call of duty, world of Warcraft, all that kind of stuff. Like that's, that's big. So yeah, there's some stuff happening here for sure. Anyway, moving on. Last bit of uh, news: the tech stuff. Did you watch the peak performance uh, event, Alex? I uh, did not. Okay. So did you read about it? <laughs> I uh, no. All right. Well, I'll get the not important stuff out of the way right away. So there's no new iPhone SE. Yeah. Nothing special. It looks like an iPhone eight with just with updated internals. 
nothing nothing to write mm-hmm. home about you've now got a 5g um antenna which is like wait there's still phones that don't <laughs> and it's got the a15 bionic processor um, which is an updated processor obviously so there you go if you want a low-cost iphone that's your option um there's now a green iphone 13 13 pro so alex you can finally get rid of your green line and instead get a green phone yeah <sighs> <laughs> not very exciting uh, ipad air also got a refresh it's now updated new colors mm-hmm. again nothing to write home about this is just kind of like the standard updates iterative changes that apple does year over year um the big news is the mac studio and the um the studio display so the mac studio basically take a mac mini and then stack like one or two more on top of it and make mm-hmm. it a whole unit and that's what it looks like so for like longtime apple fans um you know will understand like take the g4 cube and the mac mini and combine those and that, that's the mac studio uh, but this thing is the most powerful mac to date it is you know it takes up the footprint of a mac mini just taller obviously um has incredible you know processing capacity with the new m1 ultra chip which is two m1 max processors combined together this thing is just bonkers how powerful it is and we'll see once they make it out to reviewers just like how it compares but the fact that it's got you know two m1 max processors that are you know connected together and working as one chip like this thing is is on paper should crush just about Mm. anything else on the market that's going to go on your desktop um it's expensive. Uh, I configured it super quick when it, when the store came back online. Uh, Canadian dollars, you can the max uh, config, configuration Canadian is ten thousand dollars for this thing, uh, but it starts at a little over two grand for the model with the M1 Max processor, not the M1 Ultra processor. So, um, yeah, big time studios are going to love this thing. Uh, the Mac Pro has not been replaced yet, uh, but they did mention that the the Mac Pro will be the next and final computer from the apple lineup that's going to be transitioning to apple silicon so that is coming um the 27 inch imac totally dropped it's gone now and in place of that we are now getting the new studio display so a little while ago when the mac pro came out they released the uh, the the studio xdr pro display whatever it's called um the thing's very expensive it's meant to you know basically if you can't afford a reference panel which are often like 20 30 grand this is like the next best thing well now they have the studio display which is kind of like the next best thing to that for everyone else mm. um it still starts at like 1500 i think american um but it's a high quality it's a 5k display um it has you know a facetime camera in it um it's got all the ports you could ask for um so it's kind of like apple bringing displays back like they did with the thunderbolt display when they got rid of that in like 2015 i want to say people love those things because they were just beautiful to look at front and back a lot of monitors are really ugly when you walk up to the back of somebody's desk sure this is not um so yeah it's a nice looking display um you know, will I buy one? Probably not. They're, st- <laughs> they're very expensive, but if I could afford it and I had a nice studio to put it in, I would definitely outfit it with this stuff. This this stuff looks really, really cool. Fair so, enough. That is the peak performance event in a nutshell. Well, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll see what's coming next and we'll, hopefully everything will get better. <laughs> that is everything I got for today. Yeah, no, I think that's all we got to cover for now. Next week, uh, um not much going on next week but uh yeah. we'll see what happens yeah man as we always do as we do 
Well, thanks for checking in, everybody. As always, I've been Alex. He's been Matt. Sorry, got that backwards. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> Who knows anymore? Thanks for Who watching. No, check in next week. Let us know what you've been watching, what you want to see. Have a good so, one, guys. Okay, bye. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.